Hi, and welcome to episode 113 and today's Sunday Sipper. Today we are talking a little bit about online dating and really diving into the research and quite frankly, giving you guys a little bit of tips from here and there on how to do it better. Trust me, it's an episode you will not want to miss, especially if you have a, one of those profiles up on online dating site. Enjoy, guys. Welcome to Vino and Vaginas, the podcast. I'm your host, Cassie Dion, and I'm here to bring you interviews from the absolute best and brightest in their field, all about issues related to being a woman, from health and fitness to sex and dating and everything in between. My mission at Vino and Vaginas is to explore these topics, health, sexuality, and everything related to being a woman in a fun and safe environment free of shame, embarrassment, or stigma going to be an amazing time. Now, let's get to it. All right. So, Wins and I are here today and we wanted to talk a little bit about dating, more specifically online dating, because it's something we've been talking personally about quite a lot recently. And the truth is, I mean, face-to-face interactions are, they're obviously limited by this pandemic that we're in, but even before that, it was so hard to meet someone organically. And it's something I've always said that organic meet cute just isn't there anymore, or at least options are, are a lot more limited. And our online world has changed the way we communicate. And even research is showing that people, they don't know how to flirt anymore. It's kind of crazy. It is. And I know, Lynn, you've recently gotten back into this dating game and the truth is it's changed, right? Like, what do you see? What did you experience? It certainly has. Um, I truthfully had no idea what I was doing when it comes to dating apps and online dating. I find them a little daunting. I really love, like you said, meeting people organically or just even having a face-to-face interaction. Um, So the idea of swiping or whatever it is all seems very foreign to me. Um, So naturally, I researched it. Um, And I found some pretty helpful little tips and some shocking stats. Um, I don't know what I want to know first. (laughs) Okay, I just have to get this one out of the way because it blew my mind. 53% of people lie on their profiles about their age, height, weight, or their job. Like 53%. Oh my God. That scares me because how do they expect you not to find out really quickly that they lied about This is what I don't understand. How do you lie about your height? (laughs) (laughs) Age, you know, maybe we want to fudge it a little to this side of 40 or whatever it is but like height weight and your job like all of those things are pretty concrete facts and those are things you either know or or say I'm meeting you at a coffee shop it's not pandemic and we're going on a first date I see you there you go I know you're (laughs) I know you're right like (laughs) so like within two seconds I know those things if you're anyone like me who cares about, you know, people, like what they do, what their ambitions are, you're going to find out their job within like one minute of talking. So really you've just wasted three minutes and now I have to walk out on you on a coffee date. Like I'm cool. <laughs> well, that's the thing. You just 
set the whole tone that you're a dishonest person. <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense to me if you are on the site, the intention of meeting people, whether it's for, you know, a short-term casual thing or you're looking for love, either way, they're going to find out. That's just it. So do you think these 53% of people are just hoping for a hookup where the person doesn't even ask them a single question? Like, I just don't get this. <laughs> maybe but even then they're still gonna find out their height and weight <laughs> okay so for anyone listening to this, don't lie about these fundamental <laughs> like characteristics that you can't change so yeah yeah shocking anyway so as disheartening as that is I did actually find uh, some more promising things. And, uh, I hope so. Um, <laughs> I yeah. hope this podcast is turning around. <laughs> uh, and uh, with the prevalence of online dating um, increasing, there has actually been a lot of really good research and legitimate scientific research done um, to find out things kind of more like the psychosocial realm, I guess. So things that um, will get you more likes or more interactions, things that will definitely get you less interactions, how to build your profile. So yeah, I actually found it pretty informative and helpful to look these things up. So okay. I thought I would share these things with you guys. I like, I like research. So this is good. <laughs> right? This made me feel like it was a real thing, not just some like video game I was playing. <laughs> right. There's actually well, you know, humans involved in this. Yeah. There's an end game here. Yeah. Did you find so, out what is important to have in a profile then? Yes, there are actually five things, five elements that are consistently listed in everything that I found that are important to have in your profile. So obviously your pictures are important and there's all sorts of info on what pictures and how many and all that. So we will dive a little deeper into that um, in a second. But the other things that are important to have in your profile or what kind of relationship you're looking for, whether or not you have children, your hobbies and interests, and any religious beliefs. Okay, that makes sense. So when you say yeah. what kind of relationship you're looking for, what should people just say looking for, you know, a long-term commitment, a hookup, like those kinds of things? Yeah, basically exactly that. You're just, are you in it for the long haul? Or are you just maybe new to town looking to meet people? And the general rule here is that um, really your whole profile should be 70% about you and 30% about them. So they found that in profiles where people said, you know, I want X, Y, Z and the rest of the alphabet in a partner, people were like, whoa, that's a little much and just skipped right past um, or vice versa. We're like, this is everything about me and didn't really give what kind of relationship or person you're looking for. Um, again, just didn't get as much interaction as profiles that had more of that 70-30 split. That makes sense. All right, so yeah. first element, what kind of relationship are you looking for? Second element, whether you have children or not. And is this something, I know I see a lot of people on dating apps that have kids in their profile pics and you're always wondering like, is that a niece? Is that a nephew? Is that your kid? Like, I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Um, and so the interesting thing I found with this is that they actually recommend across the board not to use your children in your photos. Okay. This is mostly for privacy reasons, 
Um, but that they also found sort of like what you said, it can be a little bit confusing. Um, and they kind of summed it up that if you say in your bio that you have children, people already know that they're obviously very important to you and they're a huge part of your life. You don't need to add all of your pictures incorporating your kids to prove that kind of thing. Um, that makes sense. Like that. If it's a niece in your picture, maybe be clear about that or maybe opt not to use your niece in the picture if you don't have children yourself. Because it does, it confuses people. Mm-hmm. You're right. trying to be very clean and straightforward on this. That makes sense. And huh. you also said talking about hobbies and interests. So we want to include that in our profile. Anything in particular or just kind of James Joy style, talk about everything? <laughs> yeah, so kind of same deal here, that 70-30 rule. Um, and this one, there's some really funny studies about specific wording and interests that get you either more or less attention. So I found some really funny ones for certain words. If you use the word guacamole in your bio, it gets you 144% more messages. What? Guacamole. <laughs> guacamole. Oh my God. Yep. I'm gonna, what about if you message like people with that? So maybe my, you know, intro talk to all of my potential mates will be, holy guacamole. That's quite a profile. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we should too. There's only one way to find out. <laughs> it didn't say how you had to incorporate the word. It just said the word. So you're right. Holy guacamole might be a very valid use of Holy it. guacamole. All right. 144% more. Wow. 144%. Some other words that were important for men. So physically fit got you 96% more interactions. Wow. Perceptive, 51%. Or spontaneous, 45%. Whereas women... They, the numbers aren't quite as compelling, um, but if you use the word ambitious, you got 48% more interactions, perceptive, 46, sweet, 33, and hardworking, 32. Interesting. And, yeah. One I found, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, I'd be curious of if there was words that made people less likely to respond to. I know. Yeah, I couldn't necessarily find specific ones on that, um, but there was an interesting one about drinking, that women who don't drink receive 24% less messages than women who do, and I thought that was kind of interesting just because it seems that sort of the drinking culture is going by the wayside a little bit, um, and you know, a lot of places have mocktails, and it's just generally more accepted to um, either be sober or just choose not to drink for any variety of reasons. That yeah, that surprised me a little bit that it was that much less. That's a lot, yeah. I feel compelled to do a social experiment <laughs> and set up an online profile and I'm gonna say I am a woman who's ambitious perceptive sweet hardworking, thoughtful and I really like <laughs> and I'm looking for a man who is physically fit perceptive spontaneous outgoing and optimistic and I'm the one for you and stay tuned I'll let you know how much and you have to put that you like margaritas with your guacamole so that you get those 24% more messages. Oh, that's true. Okay. Okay. Social experiment. I feel like <laughs> I can't wait to see how this goes. 
<laughs> okay, so we talked about you want to add what kind of relationship you're looking for. You want to add whether you have children. Talk about hobbies and interests with these lovely keywords. Don't forget about the guacamole. Um, you also mentioned religious beliefs. So you could expand on that a little bit. Yeah. So this one is just basically if you have strong religious beliefs one way or another. So if you don't tend to be an especially religious or spiritual person, not as big of a deal. You don't necessarily need to write that in your profile that you are not religious. Um, but, you know, if you were if you practice a certain religion that is pretty important in your life, then it is important to mention it here. That makes sense. I think anything that is important to you to have in a mate is something that you want to, you know, talk about from the get-go. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And then photos, you said you were going to talk a little bit more about those. Okay. So I feel like this is the big one. I know for me, this is one that I had a really hard time with, like, which ones do you choose and how many do you choose? And so again, obviously the biggest question because there's the most research about this. So the magic number of pictures is four to six. Four is the most consistently successful number and no more than six of them. Interesting. And they're, yeah. And they should be representative of what you look like now, which sounds really obvious, but I think we have all scrolled through a profile or two that there seems to be a pretty big like timeline gap in their photos. <laughs> um, and so you want the pictures to be about no more than two to three years old. And you want them to be sort of the same haircut, color, style, Um, same fashion sense, whether you have facial hair or not now, any major, um, what they called material changes to your appearance, you should update your photos. So whether that's a hair color change, a new piercing, a really obvious tattoo, like any of those things that, yeah, are material changes, um, you should update your profile to reflect those. Hmm. And you want a variety of pictures that highlight different environments, situations, different fashion choices in your lifestyle. So you don't want to have them all, um, you know, business formal or all work events or vice versa. You don't want them to necessarily all be like out in the bush camping in my (laughs) situation. If, you know, sometimes you also like to get dressed up and go out for dinner. Uh, You want to kind of show all your different sides in your pictures. The best little tagline I found for that was dress for the person you want to attract. So kind of like a job interview. That makes sense. I wonder, like when you're looking and scrolling through, you know, guys' pictures, I always love when they have the ones with the dogs. I wonder if they feel the same about ours with the dogs. Do we want to like add our photos to animals or if the guys are Um, Yes, actually, that was an important one. (laughs) Um, that was a big one, but one thing that people really didn't like is if it's not your dog. Uh, so don't try and use the gratuitous dog photo. If it's sense. yours and that dog's part of your life, then definitely. <laughs> but if you're just using it because it's cute, then don't do it. Yeah, because then again, false ex- expectations. I'm gonna think Buddy has a dog and then be really disappointed. Exactly crazy okay so those are good tips things to to make sure we're including in profiles do you have any other or did i miss yeah so one 
for the photos is that you want to actually be looking at the camera and either smile naturally or be candid. Um, they did a study where they showed two showed the same pic or sorry, the same people, but in one profile, they were looking straight at the camera and in another, they were sort of always looking away or off in the distance. And people found the looking away photos. They reported them to be either self-absorbed or shy or insecure. Um, that yeah, looking away from the camera actually gave people and I sort of a preconceived idea of what you might be like. Um, whereas the photos where people are looking at the camera and engaged, they were said to be more like genuine and social and some more positive um, descriptors for those. Oh, that's interesting. Right? Yeah. And you want to use your real name. So using your screen name or initials or like your middle name is kind of dated um, and apparently also signals an insecurity or a lack of transparency. People want to know who they're actually talking to. It's true. If mine's called, if I'm talking to someone named, I don't know, Kingston Guy 102, like I'm not talking to you. I'm sorry. <laughs> exactly. Um, also spelling mistakes were a big one. So even if they were, um, I'll say intentional mistakes. So like slang spelling or something like that, people rated those to be equally as unattractive, um, as unintentional errors or just typos and what they called mechanical errors or just spelling something wrong or using the wrong tense of a verb or something like that. Um, so yes. Proper language. Proper language matters. Mm -hmm. And then they also suggest to keep your online exchange to less than two weeks, COVID permitting, obviously, um, and be intentional about your conversation. So ask about their profile, their likes, their dislikes, their lifestyle. Um, don't just ask like, how was your day? Um, yeah, you want to actually make, a, make the conversation as if you are in person um and trying to get to know them a little bit better don't drag it on forever I think that's so important because like yeah a what you said is don't just ask about your day like actually show that you read their profile and are interested and you know in real life if someone asks you a question you don't just answer it and stop the conversation you would then follow up with a question to them and I find in these apps that does not happen so at least in my past if someone's kind of not asked a follow-up question I just don't answer them back and maybe two days later they'll come back to it and I'm like buddy lost your chance like peace <laughs> that's just and the other one I hate them, like, hi how are you <laughs> right like hi how are you I just give you a bunch of photos and a bunch of random words to give you an idea of something to start this conversation with and that's all you got like give me something more you know exactly. Like, oh my God, my question is, I'm, I feel like I have to go online dating now because yeah, I want my like initial questions should be something about on a scale of one to 10, how much do you like guacamole? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you need to do this social experiment because given my geographical location, it's a very small sample size up here and I just don't think it would have the same, uh, same scientific effect if I did it. Oh, I'm so entertained by this. Stay tuned. <laughs> okay. Oh, I will. <laughs> so I, I think we have to just comment briefly on the whole safety part of online dating because I do know a lot of women who are concerned about that and should they be concerned? 
these days? I mean, you're meeting people you don't really know. Like what, what should they think about? Yeah, for sure. Um, so you're right. There are some stats out there that say almost half um, of online of people think that online dating could be unsafe. Um, so it's definitely a concern, but there are, especially in our technological age, there are lots of ways that we can minimize the risk and sort of get a better idea of who this person is before you go out and meet them or to make that meeting a little bit safer. And so something I learned about while I was researching this that I think is super cool is called a Google voice number. So this is a phone number that you can get that will link to all of your devices and you just log, you, I think it's just voice.google.com and you go on there, it'll get you a number and then you can give people that number instead of actually having to give your phone number out. Um, so that is a big way to minimize how much personal info, info you give out. I like that. Right? Yeah, I thought that was really cool. I'd never heard of that before. You could also chat on the phone or video chat before you actually meet this person, which obviously given our pandemic situation is a good option anyway. Um, but that gives you a better idea of what this person is like. Hey, it might even save you a crappy first date if they can't carry on a conversation on the phone or a video chat, then maybe you don't really wanna do it anyway. Um, but it will also tell you that if it's a video chat, they are who they say they are or at least that they're a real person um, and some catfish situation. <laughs> and then obviously kind of your typical safety precautions like meet in a public place, social media, stalk them first, <laughs> tell somebody else about your plans, drive yourself or take public transit. Don't let them pick you up. You know, don't give them your address, that kind of thing. That makes and then... Yeah, like I said, kind of all general safety things that you would do if you were going out anyway. Um, but some of those more virtual options are maybe more applicable right now in, in the pandemic. And they actually have rated Bumble the safest dating app for 2021. Oh, wow. And Tinder was before on the list. It was on the list? So it was yeah, it was Bumble was first. And then there are two that I don't really know very well called Pure and Ship. And then Tinder was number four. Oh, that's interesting. Mm. And I know what friends of mine has have made me do in the past, which is actually really smart, is on if you have an iPhone, you can share your location. So when I've done first dates before, um, that's something I've done. Pick a person and you're going to share your location with said person. And then if they don't hear from you, well, they know where you are. Exactly. Again, very smart. Something we hope we never would have to use, but things to think about if you're nervous. Exactly. And I mean, it's always one of those things that you don't want to have to think about it until you're in a situation. So sometimes it's just a good practice to get in the habit of doing, and then you'll never have to worry about it. Absolutely. Oh, this was very helpful research you've done, Lindsay. I'm very excited to see how your online dating social experiment goes. So we'll do a follow-up episode after that. <laughs> I guess I actually better get on that then. I'll, I'll try yeah. to make it, I'll try to make it not go do that. obvious that I'm talking about guacamole seven times, but I'm curious. So yeah, we're going to try this out. Yeah. All right. I like it. We'll okay. report back. I hope you also have some success with these new stats and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward looking forward to seeing the results and I hope this can help some of our listeners a little bit as well.
Me too. Awesome. Well, enjoy these tips, guys, and have a wonderful day. Bye.